Welcome to the Anonymous Tip. I am your host, Jeff White. It is a new year. It's a new year. It's 2023. And a lot is happening. A lot has happened. <laughs> I'm actually moving in a couple of days. So, like, I am in such a transitional period. And this, these past couple of, I guess, two months has really been uh, eye-opening. It's kind of really... It wasn't for the week, I should say. (laughs) But I'm glad that I went through it. I feel like I've learned a lot. I learned a lot more about myself and what I need to work on. I did realize I'm not necessarily ready for a relationship during this time. So, but we'll talk about that in this episode. I have a special guest, a reoccurring guest. A guest. Oh, yeah, special. We pass special now. Yeah, I guess you're not special anymore. You're just. <laughs> I'm a friend of the show. You're a friend. You're a friend of the show. Almost not a friend at all. Um. <laughs> but um, that's what we're here to talk about. Yes. So if you guys don't. In order to understand this episode, you're going to have to listen to the previous episode called Friends. And we're not going to go into too much detail about that particular situation. But in order to really understand this, you really do need to go back and listen. It's short, I believe. It's short. Yeah, we're going to reference this. We're going to reference it. So it probably would be best to listen to that first. Yes, it would. And also, can I like um, lead us into it? I, gonna, I thought you were going to say lead us in prayer. <laughs> can I lead us into the episode? Because I want to lead us. Because I want to um, lead your us. Whole, your vibe has changed. Okay, go ahead. Because I want to lead us. Because I don't. Because I don't want to forget to say something. Okay. I don't want to get so happy that I forgot. Like I forget the point of it. Okay. I want to say what I have to say to lead up to the last episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. So I'm gonna talk about what happened, not in detail, but I'm gonna talk about what happened. So that we can get to the last episode where I even knew the last episode existed. Yes. So if y'all listen to the episode, then you know, like, all the shit that happened. So I'm going to tell you these. Did th- wait, before you start, I didn't mm-hmm. introduce you. They know who I am. I'm yes. Roy. Y'all niggas <laughs> yeah, know who know I am. I'm Roy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. Um. So... Jeff had a Christmas party. I'm going to say this so quickly, but I just want to tell you from my perspective because you really only got one person's perspective of of it, so I'm going to tell you mine. Jeff had a Christmas party. We were mad excited for the party for weeks, months, almost like a month leading up to it. Yes. The Christmas party happened. I showed up. I was lit, ready to have a good time. Throughout the party, I kind of felt a little bit uncomfortable because... um, Well, in the beginning, I didn't feel uncomfortable because when I walked in, Jeff kind of greeted me like how he always greets me, like you know excited and i could tell that he was a little off but it's a party anybody putting on a party would be a little bit maybe not as you know you, you know could t- i was off from the gig no i could just tell that you were thinking about a lot of stuff yeah but i think but i just kind of said it was because you was having a christmas party like planning a party is not easy especially when you kind of want everyone to have fun you're kind of worried about everybody having fun so you know i was chilling and then um his friend came a friend came and i kind of gravitated towards the friend not really uh not intentionally because i was because i was drunk and i walked in with a red cup getting drunk on top of being drunk um i went into Very jeff's Kim Zosiak. <laughs> i went into jeff's <laughs> i'm ghetto i went into jeff's bedroom because i started to feel like i was embarrassing him a bit um uh, so i kind of got in my did head did i say that on the podcast i don't know you did it oh. um i got in my head um about being drunk because I I don't know why looking in Jeff's face I thought that he was pissed off that I was drunk I don't know why because it makes no sense now looking back because everybody there was being very like to me was it like to me the party wasn't like uh a buttoned up party where yeah. being drunk would matter yeah like it but wasn't. you also had that issue because of the previous the previous when we went to the club situation we could tell that story at the end of this um just for shits and giggles yeah. i'll tell you the story about the first time i went to a gay club with jeff <laughs> as my 
uh, dad, <laughs> dad and daddy. Um, so, so, um, yeah. So I went into the room because I was so drunk and I was just trying to like, that's just not being the way. Cause I could tell that I couldn't really stand anymore. I had on like really heavy boots. So I was like, I just need to go in the room as I was in the room. Jeff's friend was in there and that's where we connected. Um, and I guess at that point is when it got worse because I didn't translate now that I know about, you know, Jeff telling the friend that he had a crush on me. Um, I did not like everything now makes a little more sense because in the situation, I just kind of saw Jeff come into the room, not looking super happy or super pleased. I translated it as he's mad that I'm drunk. Yeah. Not knowing that he's just mad that me and his friend are in a room alone with yes. a party going on outside. Yes. But I took it as Jeff is upset that I am drunk. So that only led me to stay in the room longer yeah. and to talk to him longer because yeah. I was just, this is safe away. I'm not, I'm away from the party. Yeah. I'm safe. I'm not around anyone to embarrass you. Yeah. Um, not knowing that Jeff came in here signaling to his friend nigga get your ass out of this motherfucking room what the fuck room. are i see i didn't know when, that he was signaling to the guy well from the beginning right i would i was off coming to the party because i mean like going into the party just to give a little background because i was already a little bit um vulnerable right mm -hmm. and so my mom is really the only person that can kind of like sweep me from my feet when i'm in, when i'm that way in a positive way, right? In a negative way. Sweep you in your feet while you're vulnerable. Well, I was already vulnerable in a vulnerable state because of a lot that's happening in my life, right? And then my mom came and said some things. Okay, you're saying she has a type of power. Yes, over get, okay, me yeah. still that, you know, it's hard for me to shake. I so get that. the day of the party, well, I don't know if it was the week of the party or the day, I think it was the day of, but she said, <laughs> she said, this is funny now, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm moving, right? So she was like, how much do you have to pay to move in? I was like, it's $4,000, whatever. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, this was in the previous week. So then the party day happens. I talked to her and she's like, oh, did you find a new job so you can pay your $4,000? And I was like, what? Now like, you're telling them how much you pay for rent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't pay that much, but this is how much I have to pay. He does pay to that move much. In. So I Jeff was like, whatever. So I'm like, wait, what? And mind you, I'm vulnerable. So I'm like, I'm not in a jokey mood right now. So she said that. And then later she called and was like, oh, um, you need to like adopt some kids. or something." I, she was just saying a bunch of things that really just. A lot of triggering stuff. Yeah, it was very triggering for me. So then the party happened. So I was already. And I knew that, though. You knew Isn't that. Isn't that crazy? You did know that. I, I walking in because the night, but remember I came by yeah, the and we night talked before about the party it. to drop off my yeah. speaker. Yeah. And I, you did not look happy. And I was like, Jeff, the party's tomorrow. Like we've been waiting on this. And you was just like, not in a place for a party. No. And I just kind of felt like, but well, once the party starts, it, it, it will be better. Um, and it was not, um, the party was a shit show. What? The party was a shit show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, the party was a shit show. Yeah, it was. A big shit show. The whole night was a shit show. A shit I don't show. mean the party was a shit show. The whole situation. The night, like the. The <laughs> night was a shit show because, okay, so now that is what happened. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 I'm not done yet because okay. I have to get to the 25th. Okay. Um, But I was going to, well, I guess I don't need to explain the party because. You of, don't. Yeah. Um. So basically. um. My dad. Me and Jeff was kind of, oh, no. So me and the guy was, Jeff eventually left the room after he came in signaling to the boy, kind of maybe, like of maybe trying to remind his friend, hey, we had a what, conversation we this talked? week. Remember that. But I wasn't signaling it like that. So literally after Jeff left, I said to his friend, do you think I'm too drunk? <laughs> and he was like, you might want to drink some water. <laughs> 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 so I was like, shit. Okay. So it is what I think. Like, cause sometimes when you're drunk, you know, you just kind of think shit. Anyways, yeah. let's cut to, um, Jeff said that he saw me and the boy canoodling. Um, there was a moment okay. of canoodling because homeboy had a fat ass. So there was a point where we were sitting on the couch. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, the boy had a pretty mouth. He had a pretty face. It's not about that, right? So it's so 
So I'm not here to say that I was not flirting with him. I would like I'm here to say that um had I had hindsight information, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have even played the game because so okay, so we're couldn't really, but, but there but was a little ass there was a little ass grazing we know while that we know while we was taking the infamous yeah. there um, was a lot happening i was sitting i was actually sitting across from i you know guys. where you were sitting looking so pissed off and sad yes like looking at you I, yeah it was it was a lot because okay so there was some ass grazing so if you guys have seen that infamous um thank um christmas party the group um the oh, group the photo. photo where braxton looks like like Naomi Campbell <laughs> and everybody else, <laughs> and everybody else looks like we wasn't ready for a photo. Now they're gonna go look at the. the no, Braxton thing. found his light. Okay, Braxton looks great. Everybody else looks mid. Um, but that, but like basically, that was the position we were sitting in, and then you know, um, Jeff stills looking pissed off. The party's over. Jeff's like low key kicks us out. Okay, the niggas already packing up the crackers, like <laughs> signaling that. Get out of my house. <laughs> so but I just want everyone to know that me and the friend had a conversation about you. You said this. And the conversation the was one. that he knew that I liked you. He knew all of and these he knows, things. And he knew the depth of it. He knew the depth of it. And so it was more so like, am I really looking at my friend? But you've had this happen before. I've had this happen before. not the smartest decisions yes at functions but i just couldn't believe that it was a fresh conversation mm. in my house with that specific friend with that exactly of so many years of so many years and i was just kind of like are we kidding like are we really joking so the party's over i go home at this point because i'm in my head i think that jeff hates me i think his friends hate me um, I came home mm-hmm. not fully depressed, but I was very sad. I felt like I ruined the night because Jeff did not look happy. Um, and I thought and I thought his friends did not like me. I don't know why that added on to it, but I just thought that they were going in now, too. But they loved you, which is weird. We're going to pause there. What did you just say? I said they were going in on you. Please explain. I feel like, well, there was a couple of them during the games. I feel like I was like, relax to me. Yeah. Anyways, I'm never partying with the Jeff's friends again. Let's just put that out They're there. Ve- we're, we're all very opinionated people, so it gets very... I could give two fucks. Um, I'm never partying with your fucking friends again. Well, yeah. that's the last time I'm going to be in any type of like bigger setting with them. I don't Why? have the desire to do that because I love you. I don't need to be friends with anybody else. Um, because to be honest with you, at any party that I go to, let me tell you something right now, all you f- listeners. Okay, if you ever come to a Roy party, my friends don't give a fuck if you're doing too much because we came here to fucking act up a fucking fool, okay? <laughs> so the fact that you're telling me now that niggas did have shit to say already is No, like, no, no, they didn't say anything. I don't give bad. a fuck. They I were don't, saying they should not have first of all, we had a fucking party, you fucking boring ass bitches. You're boring already, and I'm here lit trying to get y'all up because everybody looks sad and depressed and now you're looking at me like i'm doing too much bitch you're not doing enough but that doesn't matter because i'm not going to any more functions with your friends so that doesn't matter but what i want to say is the party ended and then i went home feeling like oh shit jeff's friends don't like me and then i got a call from the friend of jeff's um and he said oh we're oh we're by another friend's house like they want you to come they now we're they want you to come which now we're learning is not true they did not invite it was me. Him. he just wanted to see me because yes. um, he wanted some cacalina so i got i got up out of my bed hopped in an uber went back over there me and him were talking um like with the group and then afterwards i went by his house there was no group it was two other people it was four it was a group <laughs> more than two people was a group um access his child um so i um i went by his house and then from there whatever right yeah. i get a call from jeff the next day mind you um i supposedly the nigga told jeff that me and him connected on some deep level the nigga had a fat ass guys and that's my full stop he had a fat butt i was drunk um and that's it this deep connection that we had nigga was one-sided i didn't feel shit okay i felt the liquor i came home i got a call the next day from jeff and saying that we need to talk Oh, let me cut. Oh, let me say this part, too, Mm -hmm. because the nigga then texts me and says, like, tells me, like, oh, you know, like, I felt something. And I was like, "Okay, cool. You know, like, whatever. Um, And then 
goes on to say he's going to have a conversation with Jeff. And I'm like, about what? I was like, and and basically I felt like, and I could be wrong here, but I felt like he was trying to pressure me into saying that I liked him back yeah. because he wanted the confirmation so that when he went to Jeff, he could say the words, Roy likes me too, though. Um, and like, I'm like, okay, he's cute. And like, I mean, you know, whatever, but it, like, I'm not looking for a relationship. So basically he came to Jeff making it seem like me and him was going to get married the next day. Yeah. And then I get a call from Jeff saying he needs to talk to me. I like you. And this is too much. And I don't fall him for that now because I understand why that just is just such a messy situation. So he cut me off. Um, uh, he cut me off and I don't think he cut me off um, to cut me off. I think he just, as I said to you, I think he just kind of um, swung a very wide net. And because it was me and the guy that were, like it's t the, these specific two people hurt me. Like I felt like Jeff's heart got broken that night yeah. because his friend broke his heart. But the problem was I was a part of the heartbreaking. So I just kind of got a stray bullet. Um, so even though I'm saying that and I sound so understanding now after Jeff cut me off, it was fuck this bitch and I hope he gets hit by a bus. But that came from my trauma. Right. Yeah. So, so I guess let's start there me being so upset that Jeff cut me off was strictly connected to the fact of the abuse that I had as a kid. I felt very unimportant. I felt very disposable. I felt very much like, just like, um, like I, and I also have a history of having friends and connecting with men. And then like a couple months into it, while I'm feeling like I'm developing somewhat of like this deep brotherhood with somebody, they tell me they like me cut to we're no longer friends because I, because I don't want to date them now, they're done with me. Disposable. You see what I mean? Yeah. So Jeff cutting me off because of this felt like a um, repeating of it, right? Mm -hmm. And it was the end of the year. Like, my year was ending. And I lost, um, at that time, a close friend. I feel like a lot of people could also say that we are very weird because why because why do we talk like we're so close and we just met i have no idea we just met and it was very mag like magnetic like magnetic it's very unexplainable i don't like i have not known jeff in person for that long but the point is when we met it just felt like i knew this nigga for like 10 years yeah. it felt like this was my fuck like th like this guy was like the love of my life the second i met him yeah like like even when we laughed, the shit just felt like <laughs> so fun, like a belly laugh all the time. Like I just loved him right away. I don't know how to explain to you. So I know that it sounds crazy that we're putting so much weight on it, but I just fell in love with the kid really fast. Cut two. Also, while this was happening, I had recently just lost one of my best friends, probably the only best gay friend that I had at the time. Yes. Because um, he liked me and I didn't like him back and that just caused a whole other host of shit. So I lost one friend, let's say a month and then a month after I lost Jeff. Well, I didn't lose Jeff. Jeff threw me away. Um, so I was pissed the fuck off. Like I was very upset The I, I went into probably the deepest depression I've ever went into other from the time that I broke up with the first boyfriend that I had. Um, I I broke up with a boy some years ago and that depression lasted like three years. This was the only other time I have ever felt that level of anger, which is very strange to me yeah. because I used, I purposely did not date because I did not want to experience that type of feeling again, because it's not, it's not fun at all. There's nothing fun about um, being depressed. And I'm not like depressed on Instagram. I'm yeah. clinically depressed on yeah. medication depression. Yeah. Like it, like, it is nothing to play with or do things to trigger. Yeah. So when I lost that nigga all them years ago, I avoided relationships because I realized how sensitive I am. I thought that I was doing a good thing and that the only person that could hurt me like that again was a boyfriend. It was very surprising to me that it was a friend. But as I said to Jeff, love is love. And I feel like love is like love comes in a lot of different forms. And I may not have it, and it may not have been a romantic love that broke my heart to bring that type of depression back. But it was yeah. this love and the and the pain was just as intense. Um, I was very too. unproductive hmm? for me, too. Sure. I was very unproductive. I was very mean. Um, and I was also coming because um, 
uh, TMI, but I was on three different medications. I was on one for depression, one for anxiety, and one for ADHD. And I, I don't know why at that time, I'm sure it was because of the depression I was going through. I decided to come off of the ADHD and the anxiety and just try to try to um, thug it out on the depression pill. And if you guys know anything about being on those kind of meds, coming off the withdrawal is not a fun thing. So imagine being depressed, withdrawing. Uh, yeah. I, so I'm withdrawing from these meds. Mm-hmm. It was not a pretty sight. Yeah. Not a pretty sight at all. I cursed out the first friend when I did not have to. I called him a bitch, you stupid fucking idiot. Like, yeah. you got these motherfucking friends and you gonna fucking get rid of me, you dumb bitch. Like, I was really just trying to, like, I was just, I, it was a very dark space. Let me cut to that friend, too, because I feel this is also important. No, I'm not. No, I'm, uh, we'll get to that later. And then, as I'm going through this depression, Christmas comes, and it got worse because I was supposed to spend Christmas th- with um, with Jeff because mm-hmm. uh, my mother and my whole family had left to go to Virginia. All my aunts and everyone just went to Virginia, and I said I wasn't going to go to Virginia. And me and Jeff said, since we're the, you know, since we're both going to be alone, we'll, we can spend the Christmas together. Um, that's the kind of friendship we had, right? It was very much like, um, if it was very that, like we, yeah. like I never had to feel alone at any time no. because you know you would just like say, okay, well, just let's do this. Yeah. Um, but I got disposed of right before Christmas. So on Christmas, I was very much alone, um, and lonely. And uh, it was a very sad day. I don't even think that I really, like, ate that day. The depression was so bad. Um, and then New Year's came, and it was worse. I was supposed to go to Lambda to be a whore, but I <laughs> couldn't even get out the house because I was depressed. <laughs> um, and then, anyways, basically on the 5th of January, still being my depression, uh, like, it's getting worse because it's the new years and I'm supposed to be making all these goals and all these things I want to do. Nothing is getting done because I can't even make a resolution because I feel like shit. Um, And then on the the 6th of January, I wrote, I was supposed to go to the post office and as I'm about to go to the post office, I don't know why the fuck I put on that motherfucking gap hoodie from just Christmas party that I fucking got in a fucking white Santa. I put that hoodie on and I headed out. And then I you said, wore that hoodie? Yes, I did that day. Wow. And that's, that's the first time I so wore it crazy. since. Yes, that's the first time I wore it since you disposed of me. Um, I then said to Alexa, I said something to Alexa. And then she said, um, oh, and just know you can add your favorite podcast. Just say Alexa. Yeah. And I was like, F- um, okay, Alexa, stop. Sorry, she turned on. <laughs> so basically, I was like, oh, shit, Jeff has a podcast. Yes. I haven't heard this shit in a long. I go. Now, y'all got to imagine. I go on this podcast and just see uh, the anonymous tip. Topic, <laughs> friends. Quotation marks. <laughs> Quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking to the post office and I'm listening to friends and I'm hearing Jeff's side of the story. And I just immediately started laughing and smiling and i just really felt this dark cloud over the top of it's almost like i remembered why i loved you so much in the beginning because that like i don't know that podcast was just so honest and cute and you know you were just like being jeff and and he told me and he said that and then i think what i needed to hear which really turned the empathy on and softened me up was he said I did something and I kind of don't even know if I made a mistake. Like, I feel like I made a mistake. Yeah. I, 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 I think that I just needed to know that I wasn't unimportant. Yeah. I just needed to know that I wasn't a disposable thing that it's like, okay, well, well you pissed me off. Bye bye. You know, it felt good to hear him say that. Um, I feel like I made a mistake um, because I have a history in my life of, of feeling somewhat um, disposed of. And yeah, it's so crazy because I feel like a lot of people, I'm not going to say that. Um, so yeah. On, and then what's so, and then the funniest part is on the sixth after that, after I heard that episode, I texted Jeff because I was just felt so, I almost dropped my phone when I I felt so light that I just texted Jeff and I got a new number and I was texting him and I texted him this long text message about, you know, me listening to it. And, um, I'm glad to hear that, you know, I wasn't disposable and, Literally, my New Year's started on the 6th of January because that was the last day I remember feeling sad and depressed. I have not been depressed since that day. I woke up the next morning. I worked out. I, like, made my news resolution list finally. Like, I texted my friend 
who I texted those mean messages to and apologized. Yeah, you told me. Like I was back to like being myself. Yeah. After that, um, so that's what I want to like. So I so I do want to give you my perspective leading up to the to the uh, the podcast. So I'll give you mine, and then we'll talk. No, you already gave yours. We don't need to hear yours again. You already gave yours last time. You need to hear what happened. No, but you gave yours about the story already. That I was depressed too. Oh no, you didn't give that part. Yeah, that's the. Okay, I thought you meant you wanted to start from the party again. No, so no, not from the party. I'm done with the party. Party's. (laughs) We are done with that (laughs) fucking party. (laughs) The party is done. Done So after I call Roy, um, to to he says dispose of him. Uh, in That's the same happened. in the same moment, I felt like I made the mis- I made a mistake. But anyone who knows me, I don't go back on shit. I don't go back on my if I made a um, if I made a vow to myself, I just stick with it. And I also like Roy said, I needed to distance myself from him because I needed to understand my feelings for him and like. Let me just say this too, right? Because I never wanted to like Roy because he used to always tell me about the Jason story. You did not just call this nigga's name. You already said his name. I did not say his name in this time. Well, I will take it out. No, you don't have to. He doesn't listen to the podcast. Just don't say it again. <laughs> um, his friend. You, I'm pretty sure you said I didn't. His name. I didn't. Okay. But go ahead. Continue. Um, his friend's story. And I just... <laughs> I just didn't want to be the same friend who fell into that category because I didn't feel like that's what our relationship was. And then there was a moment that it just changed for me and I didn't know how to really handle it or process it. And I didn't go to him because one, I didn't want to be rejected or let it blow up in my face. But two, I honestly didn't. It's not that I wanted a relationship from him or even know what I wanted from him, but I just knew that I had a feeling for him that I, it didn't go away. Like it just kept continuing. Right. So I also like how you explained it about, we got so close that you just, it's, I mean, it is natural to get so close to someone yeah, and so vulnerable and have such an intimate relationship. And I think too, I said, that I've I haven't with a with another guy. Yeah, you said that. You, you know what I'm that. saying? And yeah. so that has been even some of my closest guy friends is I've never felt the same way. And not meaning like, but just in the same conversations yeah, that yeah, yeah. we have and what we, we go sh- deep share and how we go deep as hell. Yeah, it's 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 very like Roy says, I guess a weird relationship. But <laughs> um when I did that I just felt like uh, I felt like a a part of me like left. Hmm. And so I instantly got depressed, like instantly. Like I was so sad. I, t- I stopped going to the gym every day. I was eating anything. I was ordering <laughs> whatever I was. I get so much damn weight. I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I was it. eating everything. I was I'm calling. a fat fuck. Anybody wanted, like anybody wanted me, I'm thick as fuck now. Yeah, you Kay? know. I mean, I'm already thick, so <laughs> I was like, whatever. <laughs> Thicker, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a really like vulnerable, sad moment for me, um, losing Roy because he was honestly such a huge influence in my life the past, how long have we known him? Like eight months or something mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. And I didn't want to lose that. And I'm like, why did I, and I think I said on the podcast too, like, why did I have to like him? Like, why did <laughs> I have to get my feelings involved because I don't want to mess that up. You know, like this is a person that I hope to be in my life. And just to clarify, like the reason that I got upset at the party was because, well, yes, because we had a conversation with my, I had a conversation about Roy with my friend, but because I don't know if you guys have done this before because I haven't. And this was, kind of new to me but i envision roy with my kids i think (laughs) i told you that yeah and you know i want kids or kid or whatever and i've never envisioned another man with them and like that was also weird to me like to see like i envision him like picking them up and like me feeling safe with them and like 
all these other things and i'm like what is all of this why why am i such a visionary about <laughs> roy now you know so i think it was me getting upset that night and me making that decision was was bigger than just my two friends flirting right you know and no one knew that but me and like no one understood and him because you said you actually told him about the kids thing yeah so he kind of knew all he of it. Kinda, he kind of like knew. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I low key feel like that nigga wanted a one up because he was too excited to go tell Jeff. I'm sorry, the way he was texting me trying to force me to say something, yeah. and then went in, and then rant. First of all, can we just talk about this weird ass motherfucker for a second? Who the fuck do you know knows that they did some shit to betray a friendship, but so excitedly wants to go to that person's house to tell them? So me and Roy had a moment it's like bitch you are a psychopath like wouldn't you like wouldn't a normal person fucking say it on the phone the fact that you want to come to my house and fucking look in my face and say it yeah i should knock the shit out of you that i don't want to really go and back and forth about it but okay let's not go back and forth about it. let's move on that i will say though that to me was like really he's interesting yeah that was like a real moment i've been knew that really. nigga was interesting but um yeah, fast forward so that I got into a deep depression. Didn't I was eating everything, didn't go to the gym, was calling Jimmy every day. Jimmy we have we have a podcast if you guys don't know. So cool. listen to it. Me and Jimmy. You and Jimmy got a podcast? Yeah, we have one on we did one. Oh, you mean a podcast episode. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you yeah. gotta say that shit right. Cause I you mean, remember because because guys, he has episode. an actual other podcast coming out with a friend. I do. But I Well you meant a podcast episode, yes, okay. Yes, yes. So I'm like, what, nigga? Three podcasts? I'm like, what did I do? Am I crazy? You know, like you call your friend and they give you advice. Yeah. And, Shout out to Jimmy. Um, then my mom said she was coming for Christmas. What size like, Jimmy wear? Huh? What size shoes Jimmy wears? I think like an eleven. No, like a nine. Or something. Jimmy, send them Bottegas. I've been eyeing them. I think he sold them. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Jimmy. Continue. <laughs> um and. My mom was said she was going to come for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, Roy, my mom's going to come. You should come. This was this was before. And so. That was so beautiful, too, when you invited me with your mom. Yeah, I was like, come. That was so beautiful to me. Yeah. But I. My mom called me two days before Christmas and was like, I ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my what? gosh. She's like, like, she's low key a legend. No, I was. <laughs> what she was like yeah i ain't coming I'm yeah. like, okay so i'm left in my house right that i have kind of packed and my mom's not coming roy's not coming and also i'm not roy's talking not to coming roy. right please say that correctly <laughs> he, I'm not you disposed of roy. roy and so christmas comes and i laid in i laid on the couch all day i tried to make a meal the meal was gross like Jeff, these details are so unimportant. Get okay. to the bigger things. Well, the bigger thing was talk like, about when you find like talk about when I texted you. Okay. So, I'm still sad and depressed. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, he's moving too. So and add I'm that moving. stress so on I'm top like, of it. I'm stressed. Yeah, you know? yeah Like yeah. I'm stressed out. And I I deal with I have fig- I figured out I have anxiety, but I deal with it so internally that you can't tell. Yeah. Um, so it, it really fucks with me. Yeah. So I'm at work, right? Mm-hmm. And just like, just got off the phone with Jimmy talking about Roy. Really? Yes. You wait. You promise? No, seriously. What were you talking about? How much I missed you. Oh. And I'm like, what? Am and I gonna what did do? Jimmy say? Jimmy was like, I think Roy's gonna um contact you. I so think was Jimmy gonna, being nice? He was. The whole because, time. Okay, good. Because right now your friends and me are on like zero. No, so Jimmy, shout out to Jimmy. No, Jimmy. Well, Jimmy says other things, but I won't say it on the podcast. Wait, other things about me? I'm not saying it on the podcast. Hold on. Other things about me? Yes. Negative or positive? Positive. Well, say them. Don't say well, if you're not going to say us. What does he say? Do you want me to say it on the podcast? I want you to say it right now. I'm asking. He thinks that we're going to be together. Okay. That's not, that's not nothing to not say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah um so so you just got the phone with jimmy i just got the phone with jimmy talking about roy i put my phone down and then <laughs> i, I, I pick there. my phone up and it says maybe roy 
<laughs> Yo, shout out to I'm Apple. Like, I love Apple. I'm Apple like, really, re- re- Apple really on the shit. I'm like, there's no way. Because I texted is... Jeff. This is Roy. <laughs> I started. <laughs> I started my rant. I was, I was like, question. Question. Can we read the rant? Like, um, can we read it to them? Yeah, read it. Let me read what I texted. Mind you, Jeff. there was eight text messages, so I was yeah, like, because I feel what? like that. Because I feel like it might actually be kind of beautiful for you guys to kind of just kind of get. Also, space. it would show how bad of a texter I am. Who you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I feel like it would be kind of sweet for them to kind of see what brought it back home. I literally almost cried. It's crazy. Wait, is this it? Oh, I was like, damn, we ain't stopped texting since we started back. Yeah, that's. I don't think I should read it. We'll just read the first part. Okay. Not all of it. I can't fucking. So he texted me text a lot. <laughs> God damn. Okay, December 1st. What date was it? December sixth, like, yes, it was the fifth. Yeah. Um. It was January. Those are old text messages, though. I know. You have to go to your new thing. Okay, here we go. Okay, so goddamn, it's a lot. Um. <laughs> whoa. Okay, so I said, "Hey, it's Roy. I don't know why I forgot you had a podcast." And just listen to the episode, and I'm walking home. Once I saw the title, Friends, my heart skipped a beat. But, yeah, it's crazy how it's a couple seconds. It's crazy how in a couple seconds I can go from literally wanting you to be hit by a train <laughs> to remembering why you're one of my favorite people. I said I I'm, laughed that part. I said I'm walking and laughing and feeling sad and all that, but I didn't know the ins and outs, and I didn't know, um, I didn't know you, like I didn't know how you felt. I guess I was so fucking mad that when you dipped on me and left me stranded, I didn't bother seeing it from your side. Just want to say that I'm sorry. I don't ex- um, don't exactly know what I'm sorry about, <laughs> but I don't want to be, but I don't want to see you hurt yeah. and know that I played a role in hurting you. Yeah. Um, you said I didn't owe you anything, but I did. In a sense, I wish I knew, so I would have kept that in mind. I really thought you wouldn't care, so that's what I'm sorry about. Um. And I almost cried. On I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I think but I said the Roy. Yeah, you said Roy. <laughs> With a lot of Y's. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think when I got that text, like, I feel like instantly my heart, like, mended back together. The episode for me was it. Yeah. I want to jump to something. I don't want to spend the whole time talking about this bullshit. Yeah. I do want to get to something else that I feel like um, it's necessary. I'd so necessary mm-hmm. is that when Jeff came back in my life on the 5th, um, I got very, very happy and I felt like myself again. Yeah. That is no good for me. Yeah. Um, I'm still to this day trying to process. It's almost like I can process it now because I'm in a happier space, but, um, I still don't love that. Yeah. I still don't love the fact that I needed you to come back into my life for yeah. me to not feel, um, like good like i like me like me waking up and feeling like because the thing about depression guys is that when someone does one thing it brings up everything so it goes from oh your best friend just kind of threw you away because you got him mad a bit a little bit it went it went from that to you you feel worthless you feel um unimportant and you have to understand that i come from a background with an abusive father who made me feel very unimportant all the time um so and also, you have to remember that I was actively not talking to boys romantically of fear that they would do this. And the funny thing is, I've never been left before, but yeah. I just know that I can't handle even any type of like that type of rejection. shit. So not rejection because you didn't reject me. You threw me away. There's a yeah. difference. Yeah. It's one thing to feel safe in something and then have it yanked from you and I, and I also don't do well with losing friends when I left college I left my two friends Evelyn and Tyrone um I was depressed for like two weeks because I had come to love them for two years mm-hmm. I, like I don't do well with people coming and leaving I'm not that guy so in my life I treat people very disposably I have treated people I like I like I've been very disposable of people for my whole life years yeah um, I think as a defense mechanism, I'm yes. going to dispose of you before you dispose of me. Exactly. You're not that important to me. Yeah. That's how I treat everyone. Yes. Jason was, I think, 
um, not the first time, but it's the first time I actively tried to not just dispose of someone because things are a little bit complicated yeah. with him liking me. Yeah. I tried to work it out. It didn't work out, though. Yeah. Um, and then with you, I think the fact that you didn't do to me what I did to Jason, which was care for me so much to try to work it out and just disposed of me, um, it hurt a lot. However, I think that the positives are I am now working on I, I am now working on trying or oh, we're getting up to an hour. OK, guys, 20 more minutes. <laughs> um, I'm now trying to work on um, not needing anyone or not feeling like I need anyone yes. at all. Yeah. Like if you stop being my friend next month, I need to be OK. I'm working yeah. on if you were to not be my friend next month, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could be fine, though. Well, I can now. I mean, I could be fine now because I, I would move on. But I think I would still feel like a part of me but, is missing. Though. Yeah, but you know what's so funny? Yeah. And this is coming from such an honest place. Is that if you were to do it again, this time I wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt me as it did the first time. Yeah. Uh, knowing that that is possible. Yeah. When you dipped on me, knowing that a nigga could do that. You already know me. I no, am team me. Like, I'm team protect this. Yeah. I'm very anti-trigger. I don't keep shit around me that would trigger it because, as I said before in this fucking episode, if you are someone that struggles with depression, you do not play with it. Yeah. You see how niggas be on Instagram talking about self-care? That's bullshit. Real self-care is be depressed and get out of it. Self-care is never trying to go back there again. Yeah. The fact that this nigga could do that and get me to go back there again, self-care kicked in right away. If you were to dip on me again, I would not feel shit this time yeah. because I... Something happened when that ha something happened on the 6th of January when you came back. I just became so much more rigid and I peeped it in every relationship. Yeah. I could have uh, this thing. Okay. And this is exactly what I'm saying. I feel like the feelings kind of like the feelings left a bit. And I'm gonna tell you why I say that when, and I'm gonna call his name because I can't not Jason. What's up, Jason? Oh when, I, <laughs> when I was okay. So when me and Jason did, so when me and Jason wasn't friends and, and I was going through my depression and I cursed the shit out of that boy. The reason why I was able to forgive, um, to um, not forgive him. He, I, he needed to forgive me. I was wrong. But the reason why I was able to text him and apologize is because I didn't, I no longer gave a fuck. Yeah. And that's not a, that is a, that is when I don't give a fuck because I give a fuck so much. And yeah. because all I do is feel shit 24 yes. seven, when I don't give a fuck. That's how you know it's over. I told you that I apologized to him literally, literally like right. within that time period when, when my heart felt mended again. Yeah. And I apologized because I knew I don't even hate you. Like I literally have no feelings. Like I don't, I don't ever want to talk to you again, but I right. don't want yeah. this to end on a bad note. Yeah. I just want to cherish what the friendship was yeah. because I went into self-care mode, yeah. which means Jason has me mad. Jeff has me mad. I'm be like I'm depressed because of this like this shit. Mm -hmm. Something happened on the 6th where I just let it go. I was able to have this beautiful combo with him where I apologized so wholeheartedly because I knew this is the end of the friendship for real and I wanted to end on a beautiful note because I don't care anymore. Yeah. If you were to dip on me again, it would be the same thing. I would we would probably talk about why it was yeah. and then you and then we would just end yeah because i i i I'm, i i don't even know if this sounds mean but i took the power away from you yeah i can't give that power to anyone that's yeah, the reason why i don't can't. date niggas because i can't give them that power yeah you can't i and can't I, give anyone that it's power never in, it's too dangerous over I, here i think during this time i realized i also had another guy um basically tell me about myself how i can be cold and uh he told me that he would never date me and that i was undateable and all these other things and mind you i don't no one sways me i told you but my mom but during his conversation i thought about it and i was like i can be cold i can be a person that disposes of people because you know my mom used to say i don't know where you got that trait from like you can just <laughs> cut people off with nothing and that is also just a trauma response like growing up that's what i had to do in order to protect myself so i can literally remove my feelings from you and never think of you again so when i did that with roy and the feelings didn't stop i was confused very 
You know what I'm saying? Very, like, because I was that's like, the same what? thing. Like when what niggas, is happening? It's like when <laughs> niggas cut me off, I'm also able to do that. As we said before, yes. I used to just dispose of people. Yes. You and Jason, though, I couldn't. Yes. Because I think I genuinely loved you guys. Yes. Just like I loved my two friends at college. Just like I loved my first boyfriend. Yeah. But um, this was the first time that I actually felt the... Um, the consequence of my own decision. Yeah. I and do. <laughs> I do want to say that it definitely brought up things that I need to work on with that. Same. You know, um, I will say, though, that um, my biggest lesson, I think we should talk about the lessons. Yes. Uh, oh, fuck. What I just happened? I just pressed the thumbtack that's oh my in my God. couch why am i playing with a fucking thumbtack y'all i'm suicidal um <laughs> i'm kidding i'm not oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny it's not funny at all i'm sorry i mean this is coming from two people who struggle with it so yes. we're on your team. i mean I literally so like we're not making fun we're on no, your team yeah, like we yes. are living like we've we lived it on your team because um, i had struggled with it last year but what i will say is this y'all don't let me tell you something right now don't like my lesson is don't give anybody power over your peace mm. because yeah. you cannot these let me tell you something right I'm, I'm so sorry jeff i love you but i'm about you to call you these saying. niggas <laughs> these niggas will promise you shit and just not i'm gonna tell you something right now jeff when i met jeff in the beginning uh-huh. he said these words to me we are never going to not be friends you're stuck with me I don't know why I believed it, but I did. And this is what happens when you take that type of shit and get too comfortable in it. Don't ever let your day-to-day or your happiness rely on anyone because the same person who tells you that um, I'm never going anywhere will drop you like a hot potato tomorrow. And then now you're left to deal with with, with the fuckery. Yeah. And I was very alone dealing with the fuckery. Which I'm almost I feel like God made it happen last year. Yeah. Because I'm telling you this year I feel like such a strong motherfucker. It is crazy to me. I fucking lie on my resume <laughs> like Bernie Madoff. There's something about like I just feel like what I'm saying is I don't know what happened, but there's something like that like I don't know what like I don't know what going through that little um depression that I i've never I, experienced except for that time that just reminded me like nigga you are all you have here yeah. you gotta like you know what i mean like you gotta just like go into beast mode in every aspect even with friends or like you gotta like because i also had to like man up a bit yeah something about like i had to man up too it's like okay he dipped out but like what's next and i tell you this all the time and this is my motto and i hope y'all take it with you too in the new year my motto is um just remember that if you were to get cancer tomorrow and you're on your bed dying the only person that would like you have to realize who would be around that bed and nine times out of ten it's probably one or two people those are really the only two people that you should give any power to and i wouldn't even give them any but if you're gonna give a power to anyone give it to them yeah the only person that would be at my bedside if i got cancer tomorrow let me tell them right now if i was to leave and get hit by a bus the only person that would know that i got hit by a bus is my mother so i only give her power meaning i'm i am willing to go through the bullshit with only my mother right yeah. not with jeff not with jason not with a nigga but I to counter that, I will say, I always say this too, but I had a therapist who told me that, Jeff, if you keep cutting people off, you will have no one. So, yes, only put energy into people who are... Co- me- your core people. Your core people. But and also, cool. mm-hmm. don't take it to the extreme like I did and just, you know, you know, just cutting niggas off. No, no, never cut them off like that. I agree with you. But I'm going to say this. You have to realize that's the shit I was doing for years. I would literally cut them off. off. Yeah, but within my. Yeah, but okay. So this is what I will say to kind of merge what we both said. I would say that go into go into this year a little bit more selfishly. 
in the sense yes in the sense that let's say you have friends around you you. put yourself first know what they do for you also yeah you know what i mean know what they do for you and that's the lesson to me i feel like that's okay meaning i can enjoy the beauty that is our relationship And I can enjoy how happy you make me and how happy I make you, yeah. but not plant that in the ground. Yeah. You, I can't plant that in the ground. Yeah. But like you said, because though, why did I plant it? No one person should have um, the power over you and your decision and your And I think I've been movements. searching for that for a long time. And that's my issue. I'm going to get into this real fast because we got 10 more minutes. <sighs> but I want to get into this really quick. Um, so... <laughs> The da- this is going to sound so toxic, but oh I guess we're all about being vulnerable here. Um, when me and Jason were friends, the friendship was going decently until I... Jason has two more friends. Uh-huh. He has two very close friends. Are we talking about this situation? No, we're talking about w- this. I'm not talking oh. about I'm not talking about the club thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ate ass in the club, but we're moving on. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't say that. That's not, that's not true. That didn't happen. We're just kidding. Jeff laughed. Um, but um so yeah so uh right so me and jason were friends and i'm gonna show you the work that i need to do is the friendship was going fine i knew jason had two friends he had two other friends from childhood that he loved right Mm -hmm. me and jason spoke every single day all day every day literally he was my fucking person he was like a like he was a part of me yeah. and he said the same thing we like became a part of each other's routine like literally there's no other word i can use but like the closest friends you can ever think of like as far as like just like taking out the other shit st- just our type of yeah. closeness yeah. but he has these but he had these two other friends coming from an abusive lifestyle where i think where i feel like i had no one i feel like i've been searching for that one person even if it is a friendship or a relationship mm-hmm. i found it in jason which is just i just felt like this is a person on my team he was the most important person in my life especially because i came from a background of disposing of people and he was the person i was not going to do that with and i remember one day he came home he came to my house and i looked on his ankle and i saw a number three and he didn't have that tattoo before yeah and he got the tattoo and i said what the fuck is this three yeah and he said oh me and my two best friends got it together i just felt so excluded yeah because i didn't know his best friends and i didn't know that would trigger me the way it did Mm -hmm. because as i told you he was the most important person in my life at that time and i thought i was the most important person in his life like outside of family and i think that three tattoo just reminded me that i wasn't mm-hmm. i wasn't the closest person but to i remember him. the story you said when he oh no i'm gonna get to it okay um so after i see the three i think that was where m- my trauma was showing up yes because what happened afterwards was i was having a co- so mind you i'm still a little salty about this but i'm moving on because i was self-aware enough to know that this is not real. Yeah. This is trauma showing up. Yeah. This is your dad showing up. Yeah. Right? You you don't feel chosen right now, but it's because of daddy shit. Yes. Um I then um we were in we were just chilling one day on the phone and me and Jason used to play um the lottery a lot. We have this app on our phone where we played the lottery and just kind of it was like a fun thing yeah. just kind of see what numbers play. We didn't play much. And I remember one time we talked about um, what we would do if we won, because at that time it was like $600 million. <laughs> it was a lot of money. Yeah. And I remember saying to him that if I was to win the money, which have um, which this has kind of been my thinking since I was, like since forever, is that I only really have, um, because me and Jason were so close and we, we were with each other through the very low times, yeah. like... Um, we know each other's goals in life and we know what each other's aspirations are yes um he knows like he knows more than anyone else and i know more than anyone else with him um and i know that because he told me that i'm the only person who he really went into detail with about it Mm -hmm. um and i remember i said to him well if i was to win win that much money i'm not someone who is very generous in that way to just be like wasting my money on everybody mm-hmm. but you won't have to worry about rent 
Like, I will put you in an apartment, yeah. and I will pay your rent every month. Yeah. That I can promise you, especially if it's that much. We're talking $600 million. I can't spend that in my lifetime. Yeah. I said the only two people that I would help outside of my mother is um, I would help. I have this other friend mm-hmm. who I've. I, I don't know if I told you, but I had this other friend who has a very hard life, mm-hmm. and I just I would take care of him. Yeah, like he would literally probably just live with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I said with I said Jason for you, I I I will never get an elevation in life, and, and you not, not feel elevate. it. You are yeah. literally like the most important person to me. Yeah. So like, if I was to come up in that way, nigga, you would have to come up in some way possible. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm gonna fucking like change your life <laughs> but i would at least put you in an apartment yeah. a nice one yeah. that i would pay for every month and happily pay for it yeah because that's the shit like mm-hmm. that's what it is it's like it wouldn't be a burden because of who i'm paying for yeah and then i and then when it was his turn he said i don't even know what i would do really i don't think i could actually help you like that because i have so many friends <laughs> <laughs> it's better he had just stabbed me I know. no it's better he had just slit my throat yeah the way he said to be honest with you, I don't even know, think I could do that because I just have, so I have this people. friend and that friend. And I was thinking to myself, like, so oh, people. shit. I was living in the delusion that, like, we were each other's, um, like, ride or die. Yeah. I feel like for my entire life, that's all I've wanted. Same. I feel like I just wanted one friend who I knew was like, listen, it is me and you against the world. Yeah. As far as friends go, it's yeah. me and you against the world. Yeah. And I thought it was me, but it I think when he said that, the trauma showed up. Because also you have to understand that to kind of blink on the daddy shit, um, my dad never chose me. Everyone's opinion, mine was the last one that was important. I never felt protected. Mm -hmm. He beat my ass on other people's assumptions yeah. like i remember one time he beat my ass for something that someone told him and it wasn't even true yeah. and he found out it wasn't true and the next day but i had already got my fucking face punched in yeah. that's the history i'm dealing with yeah i just feel like in this world i was searching for someone who if i got into a fight they would lose a friend for me yeah. like that is roy excuse yeah. me are you dumb yeah. bitch i'm going home with him oh my God. i feel like that's what i've been searching for my entire same. life i remember one time i said to him like like I remember one time there was we were talking about getting into a fight at the club and I remember saying to him if someone like if someone touches you in the club I don't even fight in the club and yeah, I'm beating ass for you. yeah and I remember I asked him like what would happen if I was to get into a fight with let's say because this was after the three thing this mm-hmm. is this is this is the toxic shit y'all it's fucking it's a fucking train because first was the tattoo yeah. and because i was so triggered about the tattoo i'm not just asking shit to fucking get to myself see. upset yeah so i'm like what if i was to get into a fight with um one of your friends the one one of the three friends yeah. um but i was right like we got into a physical fight what would you do yeah what do we do and like who would you kick out of the party because it was like in the scenario it's yes. his party yeah and he was like i don't know like but i i don't know I'll maybe kick you out that's what he said he said he would kick me out wow he said he would kick me out yeah um but I that's where that. the friendship um, to be honest with you the friendship ended like the Long friendship time really ago. ended there yeah because as i said i'm so sensitive in that way yeah. i remember i was talking to a guy the other day and he asked me, you're so like handsome and like, why don't you want to be in a relationship? And I said, because I'm so sensitive to that I would have to be with somebody yeah. who knows that and handles me accordingly. Yeah. I cannot deal with someone who like this is the thing. I'm so aggressive in the way I approach shit, meaning like I'm so cut niggas off and like, bitch, get the fuck out my face and nigga then block me. Like, I'm so aggressive with how I handle people. Yeah. But when it comes to people that I love yeah. and put on a pedestal yeah. and protect their heart and expect the same back, if I don't see that I'm protected in the same way I'm protecting you or if, or, or, or if the value isn't the same, then I have a problem with that. Yeah. I, I think that's why that. that is also a big reason, too, that it broke my heart because that is definitely not the response that I wanted you to have mm-hmm. or like the from me saying that to you mm-hmm. and I that is really what consumed me 
It's yeah. like, I really didn't want you to think that I dispose of you. So when you said that in a text message, I was like, that's, it was never my intention to make you feel that way. But I have been doing a lot of work on myself this year. And even my friend told me, you know, like, don't do anything or to cut you off or anything like that. Who said that? And um, the friend that you're flirting with. and i thought about it and i was like yes i don't but i was like i literally was like and i think i was crying to myself but i was like i have put so many people before me for so many years Mm -hmm. like everyone so that's what you were doing when you cut me off you felt like you were putting yourself first like i'm putting my feelings first here yeah i i feel like and i and i was like it wasn't my intention to cut you off like that it wasn't my intention to make you feel like that i felt a huge loss when you were gone but at the same time i could not continue to live in a gray area without making that decision for myself you know what i'm yeah. saying because i that's what have would have happened like if i would have can just continued and yeah, I could have told you, but I still would have been living in a gray space. You know what's so funny? Is that we're at an hour, so I'm just going to say it. This might sound mean. Yeah. Are you ready? Go ahead. I'm preparing you before I say it. Just say it, Roy. What you're saying to me now about the reason why you cut me off, I don't think I give a fuck. But I'm going to tell and you, you why. don't have to. No, 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 but I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. It's that I'm so happy that you're back in my life yeah. now. Yeah. And I so know how to move forward yeah. with us. Yeah. That. Because I'm that person where if you hurt me and say sorry afterwards, I don't care about the sorry. I think I told you that. Yeah. I, I don't care about you saying sorry. Sorry to me is like an insult yes, to me yeah. it's like i don't hurt people in a way where i would have to say sorry like unless i think they're st- stupid pussies yeah like i'm gonna punch you and then say sorry bitch do you think i'm a, like do you think i'm an idiot yeah but it, that's how i look at sorry my, so what i sa- wasn't intentional no, no no but what i'm saying is this the fact yeah but yeah but see it's going back to sensitivity yeah the fact that i gave you that type of this is my fucking nigga like this nigga is gonna fucking ride for me, like vice versa. Yeah. Cause see, the thing is, if that situation had happened with us, I, I would have never cut you off. I couldn't have. Yeah. Because I valued you so much. The same yeah. way, like I would have rather went through the struggle like I did with Jason mm-hmm. than to cut you off. Yeah. Because I don't do that with people that I love. Yeah. Once you did that, it just made me realize that. Um, like the Jason thing it's like he cut you off and and you also have to understand that I didn't know you cut me off and him off I just know you cut me off yeah um so I was just like oh shit and also to be honest with you meeting your friends (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this and we probably gonna end the podcast after this I'm gonna say this um so I met some of Jason's friends and I met some of Jeff's friends after meeting both of their friends I no longer have the need for gay friends. I've never seen a messier group on both sides. I've never seen people love, hate each other so much. And I'm just like, oh, shit, this is what that is. Oh, I ain't missing out on shit. I need to be okay with me because these niggas ain't it. Okay, I need to get me a dog if I want somebody loyal because these niggas ain't it. All these niggas talking about all these niggas talking about each other. But I don't but I don't even be talking about nobody and I found out that the friend was talking about me. I mean even look at Jason. Like I'm not going to say no more cuz I may let him listen to it. But Jason, I don't give a fuck. I love you. Oh but God. I don't give a fuck. So the moral mm. of the story is we're back. We are back. No, the takeaways. The takeaways. The takeaways is I love Jeff. Be selfish, put yourself first, but handle with care. No, but I love you. I love you too. I love you and um I feel like our relationship now is in the healthiest place it's ever been. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. everything has been said. Yeah. Um and I feel like we're going to enjoy it a lot more. I also feel like in the beginning I still get happy when he texts and calls though. <laughs> I love when you text and call me. Yeah. Um in the beginning I think I was very 
um the reason why i feel like it's going to be the best as it is ever now is because um as i said to you before for some for some reason after the six i just became a little more rigid Mm -hmm. but i find it now but i find it manifesting in this relationship because i feel like before where i would tip like i feel like i was tiptoeing around you a bit trying Mm -hmm. not to upset you making sure that you like me making sure that i now i just i just realized that i don't give a fuck yeah you know what i mean i do like i feel like i am the most of myself i've ever been same I feel like I don't care. It's how like it comes even off. coming that that's the word. You, I don't Jesus care Christ, how you it just comes said off. it. I don't care how it, I I I, I don't I don't care if you're mad at what I just said at all. because you didn't give a fuck about well, cutting also me off. because he didn't give a fuck about how I felt. No, well, so uh, I, you see the thing is, let me tell something is you see when you you think I'm being funny well, right what now. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. When let me tell something right now, when niggas tiptoe around you, tiptoe around them. I'm telling when a nigga will dispose of you, you low key don't even give a fuck if they mad at you anymore. That's what happened. Except for me. Like the rigidness now is like it's manifesting in a way where I even find myself cursing at you more. Like I think maybe I'm still a mil- like You're maybe not cursing at me. I'm talking about like through like I feel like I'm less. Like I'm just more like you were like that before. I don't think so. Not the way I am now because I'm feel because I do it and I'm taken aback after I do it sometimes. I'm like, what the fuck? But anyways, I don't think he's any way. But maybe I'm, maybe because I'm, I don't know. So the moral of the story is: thank you guys for listening. Guys, thank you so much for and listening. Back I'm so glad that this was the next one after the I 25th. I feel like also this has been great too because anyone who's who's had like a riff in a friendship and like you're able to kind of work through it, I feel yeah. like this was a beautiful. <laughs> Somebody said once that a relationship has to. This is and I don't think this is true. I don't think you need this, but they say a relationship has to go through cheating because it makes you, it makes relationships stronger. You have to go through something serious. Yes. Um, and I think this was just our serious thing yeah. that but made I feel us like stronger in the end. We both understand each other more. Yes. And I, 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 when you understand each other more, you're able to not take what the other person is saying so sensitively. And also, don't edit shit out of this. I'm not. This is how I it is. I swear to fucking I'm God. I'm literally going to upload do it not the way upload, it is. Do, like, do not take shit out so of this. So all the names and all that. Everything is, better the stay the fucking, because I don't want you to switch my... Thoughts around. I want I'm not exactly how I said around. it to be how it is. All the ums and and all that. Thank you for listening to the anonymous tip. It's been a beautiful conversation with Roy. 